Hi everyone and welcome back to season four of the Food Fight podcast from EIT Food with me, your host, Matt Eastland. I can't believe that this is episode 94, meaning that we're almost ready to celebrate our centenary in the coming weeks and our 100th episode is going to be huge, people, so stay tuned for that. And I can tell you that this next season is shaping up to be our best one yet, packed full of more groundbreaking innovations and entrepreneurs looking to solve the greatest challenges facing the food system. So I really hope you're as excited as I am about our menu of great shows coming up. The first show of this new season is a reflective one as we take a look at all of the important conversations from our future food conference that took place in Brussels back in June. And it was here that EIT Food brought together major players in the agri-food industry to discuss the main challenges and solutions around three critical areas. Decarbonisation of the food system, climate smart agriculture and sustainable aquaculture. And a big focus of the workshops and discussions was around empowering our youth in food system transformation. So you're going to be hearing a lot of younger voices and perspectives in this episode as they play such an important role in fixing the food system. And what better place to kick things off than with our CEO of EIT Food, Andy Zinger, to tell us more about the objectives for the conference and the importance of working together with our youth. The big moment is here. Welcome to the 2022 edition of the Future of Food Conference. As most of you know, our food system is currently seen to be unsustainable and harmful to both people and the planet. It is the primary driver of biodiversity loss. Our climate is in crisis mode, and we need to do everything in our power to reduce emissions of greenhouse gases for the health of our planet. But this isn't probably news to anyone in this room. In fact, we, as well as many other voices, have been telling this story for a while now. I think we desperately need to add a new chapter to the story to do things differently, to think and see things differently. In other words, we need a paradigm shift. And while food systems as they work today pose many threats to our health and the health of our planet, I'm gonna say very clearly that they're also an opportunity as a powerful source of solutions. The EU declared 2022 as the year of youth in the first instance as an act of gratitude to the generation that has sacrificed the most during the pandemic. Now that hopefully leaving that particular challenge behind, of course, there are many others presenting itself. We feel that the need to increase our efforts to work with youth and by giving them a say on the future of food as we did in 2021 with our Future Food Makers Initiative. We're providing those Gen Z participants with the skills and competencies they need in order to develop new ideas and solutions and by offering them a seat at the table so they can contribute to and take responsibility for how we shape our food system Today, at this very event, you will also meet three teams of high school students who have joined our entrepreneurial education program, Skills for the Future. They will pitch us their ideas. Youth can bring a lot to our work. They can bring creativity, energy, and vision on what should be our priorities and building the future of food. With the right level of resources, with a stronger participation of women, consumers, and youth, with a bold vision, and effective partnerships, I'm confident we will be able to write a new chapter in the book of the future of food. And with that, I wish you an insightful and uplifting conference today.
So those were some very sobering, but yet also really inspiring words from Andy there. So the food system and the climate are in crisis and more people really need to realise how closely they are linked, but also just what an amazing opportunity we have to mitigate the worst impacts of climate change by focusing on the innovation that we all have in the food system. I also really like the fact that Andy talks about the importance of working with our youth. And if you'd like to know more about our Gen Z future food makers, do check out episode 84, which we recorded back at the tail end of last year. But Andy also talks about engaging across the full spectrum of people and voices to make sure that we're all building something that is really inclusive where nobody's left behind. And I think that inclusivity point is so important. So we won't be able to rewrite the book on food unless everybody's involved. So yeah, really powerful stuff there from Andy and it was a brilliant start to the event. As Andy teased in the clip just there, we also heard three exciting pitches at the conference from some young entrepreneurs in our Skills for the Future program. So these students have come up with solutions to solve some of the biggest issues in our food system, food loss and waste, non-communicable diseases and how to improve agriculture. But before we actually get to the pitches, here are some words from our education program manager, EIT Food, Mario Riccaro, who's going to explain a little bit more about the Skills for the Future project. Skills for the Future is about entrepreneurial skills, it's about mindset change, it's about circular thinking and the planet sustainability. Skills for the Future is a challenge-based uh, program. We challenge our talents for three challenges. The first one is uh, food loss and waste. We all know that one third of the food produced will be wasted, whereas there's a lot of value inside and for the society, but also it's a business opportunity. The second challenge is healthy nutrition and prevention of non-communicable disease. We know the large portion of our population in the planet is overweight and some others still do not receive sufficient uh, nutrients. We have a situation here where, you know, enormous pressure comes in the healthy system and a lot of people suffer of uh, NCD. The last one is about precision agriculture, sometimes now called regenerative agriculture, but this is a challenge which really address the needs of thinking in a circular way, you know, have a circular mentality to rationalize our resources and to use system that allows everyone to use these resources in a much more rational way. Now, I think uh, all what we do is basically offer to the student uh, skills and competencies, which we think are essential for the transformation of the agri-food system, as depicted here in our competencies framework. And uh, I think it's, it's basically a program that are 360 degree, because the experience that they do really touch on all these uh, competencies and skills and allows them to produce learning outcomes outstanding. It also promotes uh, a STEM subject, it promotes digital skills and also works in a gender equality modality. So the girls and boys works together and not in silos. It also is a teacher training program because we educate also teacher in order to 
basically understand uh, entrepreneurial education. We give them system thinking, ideation project training, and also we have coupled this year with uh, the uh, European Union uh, EPA, which is basically an association and, and a body of the European Union which allows uh, understanding copyright and IPR issues. An excellent partner for us. So, in other words, Skill for the Future is uh, basically a program of empowerment, is a creative uh, of creativity, is about teamwork and joy, and I think is also a program where the last become the first. So I know that the Skills for Future program has been building for a number of years now, and I'm so impressed by how diverse and wide-ranging it all is. And I guess just to sort of pick up on some of the things that Mario is saying, you know, it's the fact that these students receive a 360-degree skill training approach. So they get entrepreneurial skill training, they get taught about circular thinking, the whole program is gender neutral, and they also make sure that the students' teachers are even educated with these skills themselves so that they're able to talk the same language with their students, which is, I think, very important. And I loved Mario's final summary about the Skills for the Future program as well. So he talks about the fact that it's about empowerment, it's about teamwork and joy, and a program where the last become the first. And it's exactly these types of education programs that are critical to the future of our food system. And to be honest with you, I'm just blown away by what these young people are achieving at such an early age. So if you're interested in the Skills for the Future program, I would really encourage you to check it out on the EIT Food website. They are really doing some brilliant work. But now for the best part, everybody. Time for the pitches. So to kick us off, here is Team Eco Tom Polish pitching their Axi Dumb solution to food waste. Hi everyone. We are the students from the Industrial Technical Institute at Maria in Milazzo and uh, our specialization is chemistry materials. We are the founders of Ecoton Polish JA. Our company with zero environmental impact was created to contrast the food waste problem, in particular of tomatoes. The Italian tomato industry is one of the biggest in the world, making 40% of world production with waste that reaches 5.2 million tons. Thanks to our product, there won't be any waste. Accident is a spray which uses the acidic properties of tomatoes to polish uh, metal surfaces and metal tools. Being a 100% natural and eco-sustainable product, it can be used by anyone to replace other chemicals that are harmful for the environment and dangerous for our health. Accident is easy to use. It comes in a simple transparent plastic bottle equipped with a spray nozzle that facilitates its application. Uh, just spray it and rub with a cloth. The front side of the label shows the name of the product and on the back you will find the description of the components of our spray. Thanks for your attention. So I remember listening to this pitch at the time and firstly being really shocked, honestly shocked, about the amount of waste in the tomato industry. 5.2 million tonnes in Italy alone. Who knew? And then I guess afterwards I just sort of fell in love with the simplicity and the inventiveness of the idea. So they're taking a waste problem 
and then using it to create an eco-cleaning solution using the natural acidity in tomatoes as the key feature. I mean, it's brilliant. And I really hope that this does come to market and that this goes global as I absolutely want to buy some. And next up was the second pitch all around precision agriculture with team Healthy Tiger. Healthy Tiger is an app designed for families and especially for kids. And it allows to learn the risks of unhealthy nutrition and the benefits of a healthy lifestyle. With LT Tiger, kids and teens learn easily through play, and LT Tiger allows them correct diet in all daily meals. Families have a tool to learn the principles of a healthy lifestyle, and nutritionists and experts have the opportunity to raise the community awareness and track the children's eating habits. The app layout is simple and intuitive. In order to keep the children's interest alive, the game will be continuously updated. Healthy Tiger will also be an important help for family that will be able to assess a report of the child activities and nutritionists because they will analyze the data of the children they care for. By planning in the most natural and funny way possible, they will learn to eat healthy. Stay healthy with Healthy Tiger. So Healthy Tiger have created an app-based game for families and children that teaches them the risks of unhealthy lifestyle and also the benefits of a healthy one. I like the fact that children learn through play and gamification and I also really like that this is based on information from the experts that the children can then interact with. I thought that was a really interesting part of their proposition. I would be really interested to know more about if there are different levels to the game that players progress through and what incentives there are to be healthy, as I think keeping people interested and rewarded is a really great way to go. So I think Team Healthy Tiger have got a fantastic solution here and I really wish them the best of luck. Finally, here is Demetra JA with their idea ESG, which is all about solving water scarcity. By 2030, 47% of the world population will be living with the scarcity problem of water. We are talking about uh, a resource fundamental to survival of the world. The sector that uses uh, most water is uh, agriculture with uh, 20 billion cubic meters per year. The proposal that we at Demetra JA present is ESG, a rainwater harvesting and smart irrigation system. Fully automatic, it considers three basic parameters, soil moisture, soil air moisture, and uh, outdoor temperature. It independently determines way to irrigate to maximize the collected rainwater. ESG thus translates the weather adversity into optimization of the production process with a view to a circular, uh, fast circular economy. ESG is in line with the target uh, 12.2 of the global goals uh, the 2030 of uh, agenda uh, agenda. The ESG product is an irrigation system that can be partially uh, already assembled and uh, optimized. In terms of uh, environmental sustainability, smart capabilities, and, ray and uh, rainwater recovery, ESG is uh, matched. This is the governance of the Metro JA. Antonio Cartareggia, Francesco Formiga, Francesco Bellino, and Samuele Gurro. The Metro Green is the, the best, best choice. choice. So water scarcity is an issue that we've all seen a lot more of, particularly this year, given the record temperatures this summer. 
So I think that the Demetra JA team have hit upon a great solution for a problem that just isn't going to go away. And as you heard in the clip there, they were saying that by 2030, almost half the world's population are going to be living with water scarcity, which is really, really scary. And that on its own, agriculture uses 20 billion cubic meters of water per year. So this is an area that is absolutely rife for disruption. And I think their solar powered irrigation system therefore feels super relevant and super useful. And I really hope they're able to build a successful business from this as they plan forwards. Okay, so I have been asked by my producer to pick a favourite from the three pitches that you just heard. And I think that's super unfair. And it's also really hard as they're all brilliant. And like I say, solving some of the biggest challenges the food system is facing. However, if you had to tie my arm behind my back, and due to the fact that I just didn't realise the sheer scale of the waste problem in the tomato industry, I would say that the Axidum product probably struck a chord in me the most. But having said all of that, the teams were all amazing and I wish them all the greatest success in the world. So there was loads of topics discussed during the conference. So we covered sustainable agriculture, sustainable aquaculture. There was talks about protein diversification. So the clips that you heard there were really just kind of like a small part, although small, very important part of the conversations on the day. But I guess if I had to sort of pull out one of the main takeaways from the conference, I think it was a point raised by one of the speakers we had, a lady called Gail Le Gallard, who was from the Ellen MacArthur Foundation. And she said something really powerful, actually. So she said that if we don't fix food, we won't fix climate. And I kind of remember thinking at the time that really neatly summarised the critical role the food system plays. And I think this is something that's been largely missing from a lot of the discussions around climate change up until now. And this is one of the main reasons that EIT Food and our partners will be looking to host the first ever Food Systems Pavilion at COP27 later this year, really to make sure that food is put at the centre of the table on discussions around climate change. So I think for me, it was just a real privilege to be there in person at the conference. I made a load of connections myself, some of whom you're actually going to be meeting very soon on the upcoming episodes covering sustainable aquaculture, algae and soil health. And that's really to name just a few of them. So I really encourage you all to stay tuned. Thank you all for listening. This has been the Food Fight Podcast. As ever, if you'd like to find out more, head over to the EIT Food website at eitfood.eu and please also join the conversation via the hashtag EITFoodFight on our Twitter channel at EITFood. Don't forget to hit that follow button so you're up to date with our new season. That's it for now. See you next time. <laughs>